Hey there, welcome to The Career Prescription. I'm your host, Marjorie Stiegler. This podcast is all about the important stuff they don't teach you in medical school, about how to treat your career like the business it really is, and how to be strategic about your success. You deserve to love your work, and whether that's academic, private practice, non-clinical, or even entrepreneurial, this podcast will help you get ahead and do more of what you love. Every episode is inspired by questions from listeners just like you. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And of course, send me your questions so I can use them for a future episode. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey there, this is the very first episode of The Career Prescription. I am recording this live for the podcast and also on Facebook and YouTube. Why am I doing these at the same time? Well, because some of these episodes are coming from existing video content. I'm mentioning that right now because I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of people have asked really great questions over the years. And since I happen to have some of those questions already in place, I am going to go ahead and repurpose and publish them for you so that I don't have to tell people to come visit this, visit that. I know you don't want to do that anyway. If you're listening to this podcast, you really want to hear it all right here. So uh, I am jumping on that bandwagon, but mostly just to serve your needs. People who don't want to be on videos, uh, who don't want to have to search for things, and who just want it all right here in podcast form, I am here to give you what you need. So that's what I'm here to do. So this first podcast episode, I've called it Who, What, and Why. And the reason for that, of course, is to introduce myself to let you know who I am, what this podcast is all about and how it can be helpful to you so you can decide to subscribe and of course to be in touch with me via email because almost all of the content that I have, well actually all of the content that I have, all the blog posts that I've ever made and all of these things I've ever done have been as a direct result response to someone who has asked me a question about these kinds of things. So in order to let you know how I even have any of the experience or credibility to be answering those questions, that's one thing I want to to address for you guys today. And then of course, what you can expect if you continue to listen, to subscribe as I hope you will, and how I hope you can use it. So uh, with that in mind, let me just kind of give you a little bit background about uh, myself. So well, actually, no, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. I'm going to talk about me in a second. But first, let's talk about you. I think that the, the primary motivation in putting out a lot of this content, you know, has evolved over time. It used to be about websites, and then it was about social media, and then it got to be about public speaking. And then it got to be about all kinds of things. But ultimately, it sort of culminated in this focus on career, because Really, no matter who you are, whether you're trying to grow your private practice or you are trying to advance in academics in sort of that traditional way, or if you're one of the many, many people who frankly want to leave clinical medicine and do something different, or if you want to stay in medicine but have some kind of a side gig that you find really fulfilling, really just any of these, um, and that, that's a lot of different kinds of people. And business, generally speaking, we say, and by we, I don't mean me, I didn't make this up, right? It's usually thought that you want to come up with just one very clear type of customer. So the standard practice would be that I should pick just one of those couple, right? People who either want to get out of clinical medicine or people who want to get academic promotion more quickly. But what I have found is that when I've tried to do that, the lessons apply to everybody and I get customers and, and audience members who are doing it 
uh, really regardless of their career goals. So I figured that's working for me. So my audience here are physicians then, physicians who want a little something more. You either want more success, you want it more quickly, you want it less painfully, uh, or you want to maybe do something a little bit different and you're ready to look at some modern strategies. So if that's you, then you're in the right place. What I have found too is that, uh, as you know, everybody on the planet seems to be burned out these days. People are talking so much about being burned out. This is not a podcast about being burned out, but it is a podcast about loving what you do. I think you should be able to, and goodness knows you have trained enough, sacrificed enough, you are smart enough, you are uh, skilled enough. Uh, even though I always hear people say, oh, I'm just a doctor. I don't know how to do anything else. That's crazy. Uh, you know how to do a lot of things. You just don't know that you know how to do a lot of things. And I want to help people get to the place where they're really doing what they love to do. And I think following the the kind of strategies and the kinds of, of approaches that we can talk about in this podcast will give you just that. I mean, when you're first starting out and you have not paid your dues and you don't have any authority and you don't have a reputation and you don't have really anything, it's easy to kind of feel like a cog in a wheel. That's how a lot of people describe themselves. I feel like I'm a cog in a wheel. I'm just a warm body. I mean, as a physician, I'm heartbroken that people feel that way. I know I've, I've felt that way too. And so people feel like they're on this success treadmill. They're like a hamster on a wheel and they just don't understand how this career that they felt so much passion for, the science and the patients and the research and, and healthcare in general, has turned into such a draining day-to-day um, -day job and not really a career that they want. So when you do the types of things that you will learn in this podcast, what you'll do is separate yourself from that group. You'll be able to define yourself as having skills that will put you in entire, like a completely different space. You'll have leverage for negotiation. You will have outside opportunities coming to you, uh, opportunities that are, are new and different and that give you options. And one of the things I hear the most from people who are kind of burned out or considering some kind of exit or considering even going part-time or whatever is that they feel like they don't have the autonomy that they expected to have by now. Many people are mid-career, they have families, they have lives, they feel like, wait a minute, when is the end of that tunnel where I'm supposed to be in charge of when I come, when I go, when I take vacation, if I want to attend something at my child's school or whatever, you know, when I want to play my next round of golf, I mean, whatever it is that you want to do, you, people feel like they aren't in charge and that a lot of bureaucracy and administrators are kind of uh, telling them what to do. And that doesn't feel good to people because they don't feel respected and they don't feel like they have any control and they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel distinguished. And so all of these things are this loss of identity and leads to so much burnout. People are taking home their work with them. They do not know how to set boundaries and they're so busy doing all the stuff that they don't have the mental space to take that step back that they need and say, I need to do something differently and I'm going to do it strategically. Instead, people are like, yes, I, I want to do something different. And next year, when I have a little more time, I will. Or the year after that, or six months from now, or whatever. I, I know like people are well aware of the fact that they need to change things up, but they're too busy to do it. And they're too busy to do it with any sort of real plan. So that is what underlies um, all of my courses and the content in this podcast, my blog, and anywhere else that you want to consume any of this. If you do like Facebook or you like uh, YouTube, you can go there as well. But that's really where all this comes from. It is for you so that you can tackle some of that stuff head on and really develop a, a plan for yourself that gets you 
doing the kind of work that you want to do without having to wait for a permission slip and and puts you in a position where, you know, you're in demand and you can clearly articulate that to a variety of potential uh, bosses or organizations or patients or customers or clients or whatever it is so that you don't have to worry. And I hear this a lot too, this worry about being able to pay the bills. I know we all have a lot of debt. I graduated with a boatload of debt too. It's not an insignificant thing, but it makes people feel trapped because they are afraid. And I, again, I find this heartbreaking that like physicians uh, are afraid that they will have to stay in jobs that they basically hate in order to pay the bills. There is another way. There's another way. Okay. Let me tell you just quickly a little bit then about me. So what am I doing here? I'm a physician. I'm an entrepreneur. I am an anesthesiologist by training. So I went to Emory for medical school. I did my residency at Mass General. Then I went out to UCLA to be on the faculty. And then I came to North Carolina where my family is to be on the faculty here. And over the past, say, 10 or so years, maybe it's getting a little more than that now. I need to stop saying 10 years. It's a little longer than that. I have been working in the digital space. Um, how and why is a little bit of a, of a tangent story, but the, the short end is when I was in Los Angeles, my husband and I started a company. It was a maternity athletic wear company. It had nothing at all to do with medicine. He was in business school. I was pregnant. I like to exercise. Anyway, there was a void in the market. Today, there are a lot of options for that, but back then there really weren't. So we started a business all bootstrapped, all self, you know, self-taught stuff. And this was in the beginning of sort of the social media, well before the online influencer, way before you could plug and play, make your own website. And so we learned how to do all that as part of that business. Um, and I needed what I thought would be sort of a safe space to experiment with those kind of things where nobody would be watching, right? Where I wouldn't make a big mistake in front of actual customers. So what I did, of course, is I created a physician website, a professional website for me uh, on a professional social media site. And I started to kind of explore and use it as this sandbox. I didn't think anybody would be watching or, or seeing. So I figured I could make as many mistakes as I want. And I'm sure I did, but I also learned a lot. And the other thing that I learned is that eventually actually people were coming to the website and that started to have real tangible changes to my academic career for the better. I mean, in a really surprising way. So over this sort of natural evolution then of my career, I had sort of my primary medical and academic career. And then I had this sort of side career growing where people wanted to understand what I was doing online and what I was doing on social media and what that was doing for me. And so this all came to, to just grow and grow. So now for, for at least eight years now, I have been doing online courses of some form or another to help teach other people this. Similarly, for a little bit over, yeah, six to eight years now, I have been um, in the professional speaking industry, meaning, you know, I am speaking not only in regular academic kinds of things, but as a keynote speaker for a sizable amount of money and as a professional member of the National Speakers Association. I bring this up because I, I do think that professional speaking is one of the most important things you can do to kind of catapult up your career and to increase your kind of financial flexibility or schedule flexibility. So I'll be talking about that throughout. Whether, so whether or not you want to be a speaker, you, there's a lot of these things that will be relevant to you. But I, I mentioned that because part of those two things also helped me financially to have a little bit more flexibility in what I decided I wanted to do academically and clinically. That was a huge aha for me because I know I was on the brink of burning out, but I was I was not because I managed to have some negotiations and and position myself in a different way, which I didn't know at the time I was doing. But in hindsight now, I can just package it up and help you out with the strategy for that. 
And then I guess the other thing is that as people started to ask about social media and online, how do the websites work and how does this work and how does that work, that became sort of its own um, not only academic area in which I've published some papers, but then I also wrote a book. My blog is very much about that and I do teach online courses around it and I consult for organizations. So not for people, not for you. I'm not going to try to sell to you, you're not my client, um, but for organizations who want to understand how social media can help them in that healthcare realm. So these are, are true and real life um, professional experiences that I've had. Oh, and I should mention that um, that a couple of years ago too, I stopped doing academics as a full time uh, as a full time initiative, right? And so now I have my own businesses. I have a position in industry as a medical director. So I know a lot of people are interested in transitioning out of clinical medicine. Um, so I've successfully done that as well. So all of these boxes of, of all the different things that you want and could do and that you can do. Uh, I've done at least to some degree. So that's that's what informs sort of what I choose to talk about and also, of course, uh, how I talk about it. Some of these areas, I just have my own personal experience and I'm happy to share. Some of these areas, I have a lot more sort of legitimate professional experience and working knowledge. And then in that case, I will share those. Okay, what kinds of things are we talking about? Well, so what is modern digital strategy? I mean, this is really the the no permission slip needed anymore ability to use websites and social media and other forms of content creation like videos, like podcasts, uh, like other areas where you can write and publish your thinking. It could be in the form of articles or it can be in the form of comments and conversations in ways that are highly visible that set you up to be a thought leader in your area. And when you become a thought leader in your area, then of course you get all kinds of things that are CV worthy or pay worthy. And so whichever one is more applicable to you, just go ahead and kind of choose that set of language as I'm speaking, but getting to do things for which people hire you um, and actually pay you because they find you online and they believe you to be that sort of thought expert and they've already seen what you're made of. You're not, um, you're not sort of a guest for them. They know you, they like you, they've seen your style and it's not at all a question about kind of what they're hiring. So that is the core of why I think modern strategy revolves around this online space, why it's so important. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, networking and the ability to do just to borrow from business some like pretty basic ideas around networking that I just don't see deployed in the medical space very much. Uh, and also some of the modern ways to do some networking and even what I like to call some reverse networking, which is basically to catch the eye of specific targets, people that you want to become interested in you and help them to want to do that so that you're not always kind of chasing people down. And we'll talk a lot about specific social media platforms and what their functions are, some use cases around them for professional use, um, not for watching cat videos and stuff, and also uh, some of their limitations. And we're going to talk about branding and marketing as communication tools. So really, really important. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably are already on board. You maybe already know me a little bit, but You've got to know that when I talk about marketing and branding, I am not talking about making stuff up. I am talking about putting your most genuine, authentic, best self forward in a way that other people can understand. Like, what is your elevator pitch? What do you do? What is unique about you that you bring to the table? There are absolutely some very important things. We all have them. They're different for everybody. And when a person really understands what that is, then finding the right match for the employer, or the person who's going to hire you or colleagues to collaborate with, et cetera, that becomes much more easy to do. Then we're also going to talk about um, actual nuts and bolts of that online 
space. Like what is search engine optimization? How do you do it well? Even if you intend to outsource it, how do you make sure that who you're hiring is doing the right thing by you? You've got to know some of this stuff. Um, you need to know a little bit about link building strategy and website ranking and how to get conversions and whatever conversion is that you may want. And that could be reading an article of yours, could be signing up for a newsletter. It could be watching a video. It could be emailing you. It could be anything, whatever it is. It could be buying something, whatever it is that you want somebody to do. Um, that's really important to know how to how the internet works. Because if you don't know how internet and the internet algorithms work, really same thing for social media, then you can be out there, but you're basically invisible. So we don't want that. That's a big waste of your time and effort. So you've got to know specifically how to do this in a way that gets seen. Um, We'll talk a little bit about too about um, podcasting and what I learned from doing this podcast and what I've learned from being a guest on other people's podcasts. Uh, We could talk a little bit about books and self-publishing. I have published both ways with a publisher and self-publishing. Having a book and having online courses, we'll talk about that. Having online courses and having online ways to, you know, continue to disseminate your information and have it as a way to sort of supplement either a blog post or potentially a speaking engagement are really, really smart ways to give your audience the support they need to really explore the topic area further, that the area where you're an expert, where you can give them something more and deeper. And it can also be a way to add to your bottom line if that's what you choose to do with it. Um, we'll talk about, of course, all of the effectiveness and efficiency and time management, energy management, because who can get all this stuff done without some of that? And I'm well aware that most people think they're too busy to deploy any of this, but I promise you, you are not. It's a, it's a little bit of a borrowing. You got to borrow a little bit of this to do a little bit of that, but the dividends are so huge. Um, so anyway, importantly, though, all of these topics all come from people who have asked a question. So I really have this, I've got a giganto list, a big binder, um, binder is not the right word, I guess a big folder, a notebook. I have my notebook. And in it is all all of the questions that come through that I keep track of. And I'm a little old fashioned, that was paper and pencil, you just saw it. But things come to me through a lot of channels, through my social media channels, through my email, through talking to people at conferences, uh, through all, all different kinds of ways. And so I capture those and I write them down and then I write about them or I speak about them or I do a video about them. And then now, now I'm going to be doing a podcast about them. So if you have questions about how you might deploy any of these things or how they relate to your career, I want you to email me. It's marjorie at marjoriestieglermd.com. Email me your questions. I am going to continue to track all those. I obviously can't answer everybody and I can't um, necessarily make an episode out of every question. But what happens is a lot of people have the same question. And when I find the same question coming again and again, or I find a really unusual and interesting question, um, then it makes for a great episode, a great video, a great blog post, or a great podcast episode. And that is how I'm going to choose my content. So I really do want for you to feel more than welcome to email me. I need you to email me. I want you to subscribe. I want you to tell your friends about this podcast so that it can be found, right? That's the only way that Apple or wherever you're listening, Google podcast is going to know to show this to people who are looking for this kind of content. It's if I have people who subscribe, if I have people who leave reviews, and if I have people who recommend to their friends. So please do those things so that we can get eyes on the podcast and so that I can answer the questions that you have. That's what I intend to do with this. I just love interacting with people in this way. And I especially love the success stories of people, some of whom are students of mine and some of whom are just 
people who happen to have watched a video or happen to have listened to something and they've sent me an email saying that they've used a small bit of advice and what a, what a result it has given them. And that kind of thing is what really lights me up. And that's the reason that I'm doing this. If you are a physician, I want you to know that you have done so, so, so very much to uh, have earned your autonomy and your passion and your fulfillment in your career. And you shouldn't feel stuck and you shouldn't feel like you have to wait for permission or to clock in a certain number of, you know, hours or or whatever it is to have kind of finally paid your dues to be happy and fulfilled in life. That is an unreasonable expectation. It's not the case at all. And using some of these things and much of which I learned by accident, but now I know are really, you can find in many business uh, success books, I'm going to help you to put yourself on a track to identify that success you want and to get there faster. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Career Prescription. Please be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're using to listen today. And be sure to send me your questions so that I can answer them and give you a shout out on a future episode. Bye for now. Bye for now.